It's a brace for the 18-year-old and three points in the back for Chicago. Federico Navarro weaving his way through, and it's in. It falls for Shakiri. The Swiss international back onto the score sheet, and he doubles the fire lead. All right, football fans, welcome into another edition of the Intercontinental Football Show, playoff style. I am your host, Tyler Terrence, MLS season pass commentator and on-air personality for the Chicago Fire, joined by none other than the man himself, Philadelphia Union enthusiast, chairman of the non-existent board, Dr. Emmett McConnell. What he has a PhD in, I don't know. But sometimes, you know, you just got to throw some random titles on people's names. That's what's going to get us going here on a Thursday morning. That's when we're recording this. Every single game one is done in the first round of the MLS Cup playoffs. Got loads to talk about. Just one road team has been able to win game one of round one of the MLS Cup playoffs. Best of three series in this new format, which continues to be debated at nauseum. I was doing it on SiriusXM the other day. Tony Miola, former fire analyst for three years with me. I said something that ticked him off. He decided to call in. Wasn't happy with my with my take on the whole thing. Or Bradley Carnell's take. We'll get to that and and the whole thing in a little bit. But as far as the Chicago Fire are concerned, Emmett, it has been 12 long days since the Fire have known their playoff fate, which is that their playoff hopes were burnt out, flamed out, non-existent after the loss to NYCFC. With a mixture of a couple of other results uh, that made that possible. Six years without the postseason. We have not heard from the fire just yet from a communication standpoint, other than the fact that Brian Gutierrez named the 2023 MVP, Chris Brady, 2023 Defensive Player of the Year, and Myron Holly Selassie, based on some crucial and really just mind-numbing math that he was the golden boot winner. That's just the most amount of goals. It's not mind-numbing math, even for me. And as... A number of my teachers and professors over the years will attest to it as anything but a strong suit. But the fire continue to search for their next head coach. We'll wait to see on contracts, options, whether they're picked up, not picked up. We'll say bon voyage to perhaps some fire players over the past few years. Maybe we'll re-welcome some guys who will have their options picked up. Who knows? We'll wait and find out. We'll have you covered as soon as it happens. But let's talk some playoffs. Two games I called, both on Fox Sports 1, were FC Dallas and Seattle on Monday night, which finished in a 2-0 result for the Seattle Sounders. Jordan Morris and Albert Rusnak with the goals. Then I also had the Sporting Kansas City-St. Louis game from City Park. Two teams separated by 260 miles. The last time... That's Sporting Kansas City. The two last times, I should say, that Sporting Kansas City traveled to City Park. They got their doors blown off. Conceded four goals in both games. What did they do, Emmett? They said, nah. I'm going to flip the script real quick. 4-1 in favor of the fighting Peter Vermeeses. The Peter Vermeer? Peter Vermeer. I think Peter Vermees in the plural is Vermeer. Um. Anyway, all lexicon and verbiage aside sporting kansas city probably looked the best that they've looked all season at least from a defensive standpoint 
bangers galore from Logan and Dembe, who scored his first professional goal after 94 appearances as a professional between Belgium and, and Major League Soccer. Left-footed rocket from the left-hand side. Found the far post, beat Roman Berkey, who assuredly is going to win goalkeeper of the year. And then Gary Kinda, starting instead of uh, Eric Tommy, who was dealing with a little knock that he picked up in that midweek wildcard game against San Jose. Sporting Kansas City were never really an eight seed. I think we can all agree on that. They were the hottest team in MLS for the last four months. Not even hottest. They were just the best team uh, in a lot of different like points picked up, goal, the whole thing, since May 1st. They went their first 10 without winning a game. Fire fans can hang their hat on the fact that they beat St. Louis City twice this year, both in Open Cup and in the regular season. That's fun. But St. Louis City got all to play for in the second game. St. Louis will be traveling to Children's Mercy Park next week. And Sporting Kansas City have a chance at home to move on to a conference semifinal. Hot take, Emmett. I know I said Columbus Crew and LAFC in my MLS Cup final. But after seeing one game, and this is going to be a moving target. I'm going to change my mind after every game, as I'm allowed to do. Because this is the Intercontinental Football Show with Tyler Terrence, and I'm the only one here. Them's the rules. Them's the rules. Uh, Seattle, Sporting Kansas City, Western Conference Final. How do you feel about that? Just like the good old days. I mean... And by good old days, I mean like, you know, the late 2010s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so long ago. By the way, I think that the only person who's experienced best of three series in any capacity is Peter Vermees as a player. Back in the day, was it early two thousands? What some of this? Some of the playoff formats were outrageous, like first to five points. What? What is? What does that even mean? So, let me let me tell you what Bradley Carnell had to say on the new playoff format, and he's not wrong. Okay, and I'll tell you why Tony Miola was ticked off when I when I was making this point, and I wasn't even making a point. All I was saying was, a co- this is how a coach views the new playoff format. So. If you're sporting Kansas City, you just won 4-1 on the road. Away goals don't matter. There's no aggregate. All it is is three points. It doesn't matter if you win 1-0. It doesn't matter if you win in penalty kicks. It doesn't matter if you win 17-0. It's a win. So now, sporting Kansas City could then go back home and draw 0-0, losing penalties. Then they could go on the road again to City Park, draw 0-0, and then lose on penalties. And they could get bounced. And they could get bounced not having lost a game and one on the road for one. So Bradley Carnell's point is sort of like, are we really rewarding the best team? Now, here's where Tony got upset. He was just like, penalties are part of the game. They lost. You play the format. You know, it's sort of like a, you play to win the game type of thing. And I and, and I, I get it. And Tony, you know, has a tendency to be a, re, to be a reductionist. And reductionists are typically not wrong, but it's just like we can be slightly more nuanced in the conversation. So, Evan, I pose the question to you. With that in mind, if that scenario, let's say, does play out. So, Sporting Kansas City will have given up one goal on the road, one on the road, and not lost and got bounced. Now, Tony will say, well, they did lose. They lost in penalties because that's technically, you know, they lost because that's the game. I had the same argument, Tyler. I had the same argument, and he wasn't having it. Usually he lets me dig myself in a hole, 
and lets me go deeper and deeper and deeper until I have enough points that he can just bury me with. But I, I still disagree with it. He was just like, he wasn't having it. And I was like, because he, oh, you know, he had to bring up MLS Cup final last year. And I, did, I told him, like, no, the Philadelphia Union drew. They played 120 minutes. That's the, the final resort is penalty after, after 120 minutes. Like, they the drew, game was played. They drew MLS Cup final. The Union did not lose. Yes. But LAFC won the MLS Cup. And you can say what you will. They did not win that game just because they got penalties. And I'm pretty sure it goes into the into They the won the trophy tie. because of penalties. They didn't win the game. It's like a tiebreaker. Yes. It's literally, it's literally a tiebreaker. It's like, it's it's like vehicle, saying... It's a vehicle to decide a winner. It's like saying LAFC were the better team of the regular season that season. No, they had won the tiebreaker for wins. Same number of points. Which were, that, that killed me, by the way, because Union would have hosted and they would have won. I, but might, I digress. I might disagree with you there. I think that the team that the won the most amount of games is technically the better team. But it's a tiebreaker. I you could, you could say the team, I, you could I also argue that. the team that scored 50 more goals is a better team, hypothetically. Something that happened. But you, you can make argument, oh, the team that only gave up 10 goals. There, there's a lot of different pieces that determine what the best team is. I agree with you. But goal differential technically is the best way to decide that because it ties in both sides of the game. Ties in the right. defensive and the attacking side of the game. Now now we're getting a little bit of uh getting a little pedantic with it. But the point is, I'm with you that oh, I get your point. With me. It's with it's I wasn't even making a point. All I was saying was that like I do, maybe it is a point. I don't think that this format with the first round being a best of three series is the best way to tell who the best team is. So here's my take on it. And I, well, the reason I'm saying I agree with you, cause it means nothing. If I agree with Bradley Carnell, he's not somewhere in St. Louis being like, Oh, thank God. Emmett agrees with me. I can move well, on. Tony, with Tony brought up the point that like Bradley Carnell should be thanking his lucky stars that the format is the way that it is, because if it was a two legged format and a home and home, then they'd be screwed. It would be over already. Yeah. But think about it this way, right? Um, if you did a, a best of one like we had in previous years, right? You could have a team that best draws the first meaning, meaning single elimination. Yeah, you yeah, that's, that's you it. Just yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Best of one. First, yeah. first, first win wins. Best of one game. Best to win one. First win one. You could go out and you could draw the first game zero zero, and the next game zero zero, and right, you could go through MLS Cup having never won a game. Look at the Euros when Portugal did it. RSL, a... RSL almost did it. RSL won like one game. They beat the Sounders in penalties after not recording a shot. Like they almost did it in 2021. Like I would argue that is less fair because in my mind, it's it's one thing to say, oh, is it fair to get eliminated be- even though you did well? Well, you didn't win two games, right? The format is you need to win games. And the same thing would have happened if it wasn't best of three. What the best of three does is it makes it s- – significantly more unlikely for a team to just to go through without winning. So I think it's less about being unfair to a team that's good and more about being strictly fair with a team that's not good enough. You're not going to get an eight seed go into a one seed, shocking them with zero goals and advancing because they have to do it again now. Right. Yes. So I think that hypothetical is like, you, know, you could you could have brought that up in, I, I think that works in any number of games. It didn't have to be best of three. I'm with you. I, I, think, I think that a two-legged, I think, listen, I think that a two-legged series 
aggregate with away goals is the best way to determine who the best team is over. It's it's the same it didn't work. team home and it home. Didn't, it didn't work. What do you mean it didn't work? You got you're getting six seeds going to the final. It didn't work. But Emmett, they the higher seed had a chance. The same chance that the six seed did. Yeah, that's a, okay. But here's the problem, right? We have to balance what's the most fair in the seat over the course of the season and the playoffs. Seed, why does it matter if a six seed is going to the playoffs? Why? Because this is the, the this is the go? only sport in soccer where an eighth seed, all right, a team that's in the bottom half of the table, has a chance to make a run over three games. If we had the old system, or four games, or whatever, you know, three games here to get to the a argument, final. Here was the argument that I made. Like the system's not great, but it's like. You know, There's I preferred no the one. Perfect way. There's no perfect system here. Here's my thing, okay? And I'm gonna bring in our I'm gonna bring in a different language to help make my Spanish? point. Yes. What is Ligia? What is that direct translation? Meaning Liga and Mackeys, they finish up the regular season and then they play in a Ligia. What does Ligia mean? Uh, educated guess is a playoff. Small tournament. That was a good guess. This is a small tournament. That's all that this is. There's seedings. There's going to be upsets. Well, it doesn't matter whether or not a six or a seven or an eight seed gets the MLS Cup playoff. It's all that this is is a different. It's a different tournament than the rest of the season. The regular season helps helps it gives the seeding, but it is a new season. That's why they like. That's why they call it a blank slate, and and you know you can anybody can make a run at MLS Cup. So. I am okay with the fact if if lower seeds are going to are going to progress, but I just want it to be as balanced as possible and have and like you can say all that you want about diminishing the regular season and everything like that. Here are the facts: Supporter Shield winner gets what two hundred thousand dollars split evenly amongst the team or split however the team wants to split it. MLS Cup winner gets three hundred thousand. You know what both of them get is Concacaf Champions Cup. So really, the difference is about a hundred thousand dollars between winning Supporter Shield and winning MLS Cup, and you still get your spot in Champions League, Champions Cup, artist formerly known as Concacaf Champions League. So my thing is, is like, there's just two competitions that are going on. One of them happens to influence the other in terms of seating, but like, this doesn't. It's just a small tournament. It's just it's like League's Cup or anything else. I mean, League's Cup basically you could look at as as MLS Cup playoffs just with the Mexican teams involved because last year's results determine the seeding and, and home games for League's Cup. What are we talking about? Your view is not wrong, Tyler, but it doesn't fall in line with everyone else in the in the country or well, <laughs> Apple's a well worldwide brand around the world. You know, like as much as that should be the case. And we should look at a supporter shield and say, you just won the Premier League, right? C- Cincinnati, you are Premier League, you are MLS champions. Mm-hmm. It's not. The, the the wider view of it is... If we called the regular season champions the cup winners, and then we called the tor- the small tournament winners the shield winners, this would be totally different. Winning the shield and winning the cup, that's like the cultural narrative that we already have in our head. When did... At, okay, this is strictly a cultural thing that we just place more emphasis on playoffs. Because CONCACAF Champions Cup is not something that exists in any other in any other sport in this country or in North America. There's no Stanley Cup. You know, the regular season winner for hockey doesn't go to some magical tournament that features other club teams around the world. CONCACAF Champions Cup is the most important competition that exists within our region. 
You get your bid into that if you win Shield or if you win Cup. And the prize money difference is so insignificant that it doesn't matter. So this goes back to like the whole Pat Noonan thing where he was saying that the Shield winner is 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 the best team. Of course it is. It's the largest sample size. Well, what are we going to... Okay, as Americans, we love sample size, right? We want to be able to say that's why there's best of seven series in NBA. That's why baseball is 162 games. Football's the only thing that really isn't about sample size. Any given Sunday, we embrace that mentality. So which one is it? Are we a sample size sport, country, or or continent? Or are we a, or are we a single elimination one? I'm asking. Oh, I thought that was a rhetorical question. Um, I mean, I think that's fair. I don't, I don't know if MLS knows that. Because everyone's talking about what's fair, right? And what's fair is that we just give MLS Cup to the supporter shield, right? That's how it's almost viewed by some people is they're the best team. We want our supporter shield winners proving it and winning it again like LAFC did last year. There were like, what, six, seven years between that one and the last supporter shield winning? It wasn't that long. It was Toronto in like 2017, right? So... It was 28. Yeah, 2017. So it's like, yeah. Do, do what, what do we want? Do we want what's fair? And that's the team, best team of the season continuing it? Or we want what's fun, which is chaos, which is what MLS is, right? I'm, I'm not necessarily... Well, what's the... That is... Okay, that's a good question. What is the goal here? The goal from MLS, and they made it very clear in a number of different articles, was to get as many playoff games as pop, not as many as possible, but to have more playoff games, but still maintaining some integrity of the world's game, right? So they give a best of, best of three series. You could potentially have three playoff games for your team before the second round even starts. Four if you're a wild card team. I am all about, I, I like, I, I, I'll argue any side and say why one is better. This is why I think it's a great topic. But I think MLS needs to know what it wants to do. Because it seems like it had a period where we did the the aggregate scoring, right? Each team gets one home game. And they weren't happy with that, right? Every team got a home, you had a home game, uh, which is what they came back to. It was a pretty even chance. Like, it was you know, almost a coin flip, right? You have the same uh, chances for both sides. And they said that wasn't good enough. And they went to single elimination. And then we kept seeing the first seed getting knocked out in the first round because they had about a month off because of the international break. I think that's more of a scheduling issue, so they fixed that. They got rid of that. Uh, they got rid of that long three-week layoff, made it one week, and we saw immediately last year the two best teams of the regular season by far, Philadelphia and LAFC. Not cruise, but they, they they did fine. They were fairly comfortable. They continue what they were doing. So I like. Do we? What is their goal? Because I think now we've seen in that time four different layouts. And MLS is changing the goalpost each time. It's fine. I just don't know what, what they want to do. If they want chaos. I don't think that they I don't I think that they're still trying to decide that. And with a new platform like Apple TV, they need to work in conjunction with their partner. And Apple said, we want as many playoff games as humanly possible. Okay, fine. Or not as humanly possible, but we want more playoff games. Okay, cool. We'll expand it to nine teams. We'll give you a single elimination game that feeds into a best of three, and then we'll go single elimination from there. I with Champions League, I think gets it right. Forget the group stage, knockout round. Up until the final, it's two legs, and you can liken the landscape ge geographically of, of Europe to the United States to a certain extent. There's a lot going on. Obviously, we're broken up into Eastern Western Conference, but with the travel and everything like that, two legs. If you're the, if you're the better seed, then you get the second leg at home. 
that's I, I think that that's the fairest way to run a small tournament in my eyes. MLS Cup one off. It's a cup. It's a final. Like but that's only that. if you don't want to put any weight into your seating. The only the only the only weight that goes into seating is who you play, basically. Yeah. But there's no there's no weight to it. it. The the regular season is out the window, a completely different thing. That's what you want. What you did in the regular season does not matter at this point because they're they're trying. They've been trying to weigh how how much can you weigh. Used way too much. How much can you weigh the regular season's results into impacting the advantage that you get in the next round, in the playoffs? And I do think there should be some weight to it. I know you're saying it's a completely different tournament. It but, is. Do you disagree? Yeah. I do disagree because I think we're looking at it as Americans, like every other American sport, where it's the continuation of the season and it's, okay, you did the season, you did the first step, here's step two, win the, win the, win the playoffs. But here's my thing. CONCACAF Champions Cup continues. To, that is the, that's the ultimate carrot for any of these teams. And you can get there via getting in the top three of League's Cup. You can get there by being like a conference winner, a Shield winner, or like one of the next best teams, depending on who wins Supporter Shield, who wins MLS Cup, who wins U.S. Open Cup. There, so there are five or six different teams that are already booked their CONCACAF champion, Champions Cup spot. So you're saying, but like, if you're saying that CONCACAF Champions Cup is all that matters, then just throw MLS Cup out the window. I, I, the fans enjoy it. All of you guys have decided that, like, whoever wins, and by all of you guys, I mean the ones who still believe that MLS Cup is the ultimate determinant of who is the best team. I think we it can, still is. I think we can say what how? we will about How can you say that? If because, you just don't want to run, that means you basically have to win, like, forget the, with the new format. It basically means you have to win, like, five games, four games. Not even if you draw on winning penalties in the first round. Right. Okay. So the best team is the Sporter Shield, but the ultimate champion is MLS Cup because we see it from the American lens of playoffs. No one cares that the Patriots went sixteen and zero in the regular season. In fact, that's held against them for the fact they lost to the eight and eight Giants. Your boys, the G Men. I know you're a Jets fan. Just poking fun. Yeah. Look. Look who had the last laugh in one of the worst football games played known to mankind last weekend. Good lord. One of the gouge out my eyes. That's the American viewpoint. And MLS will struggle to change that, even if they're going in and getting the so-called Euro snobs who only watch the Premier League. But there's no... As long as your playoff format, that's the ultimate prize. And I don't think you can compare CONCACAF Champions Cup League with MLS Cup because they happen at different times of the season. They happen at different times of the season, but you and I both know that getting to a Club World Cup is the ultimate goal of of these or, or it should be the ultimate goal it should be and but i think they're not mutually exclusive in terms of what you can compete for what is mutually exclusive what you can compete for is going for the shield right or not going for the shield you during the shield you can throw the shield for the cocky half champions cup seattle did it they proved you could do that hurt their season um I, the fact that joao paulo tore his acl amongst other injuries also hurt their season but go on but it happened because of the Concacaf champions cup happened oh, in the stop final. It. it all happened because of, you mean if it was a regular season game in march instead of a, of a, of a absolutely you know. it's fixture congestion they had to play two games a week other teams didn't they, they weren't built for that by that time they were doing that during league's cup stop that yeah league's cup happens in july moving on <laughs> mls cup is its own thing in its own time there's nothing to compete with it 
right? You can throw the supporter shield and say, we're a seventh place team. We're going for League's Cup. And we're going to get tired out. Uh, Nashville did it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna just completely wear ourselves at the end of the season, but we're going to try to win League's Cup. You can do that with Open Cup. You can put priority of that and put your backups when you need to rest back in the league. People don't do that, but you can do that. MLS Cup is that's it. So I don't think that it's you can necessarily say, oh, we're going to give up MLS Cup so that we can focus on the CONCACAF Champions Cup. Not giving up on it, but... It's the only competition that you cannot put your eggs in any other basket. And for me, that makes it the primo championship in MLS because there's no other variables. It's go out and win. Here's what's put in front of you. It's not, oh, you got an open cup game next week. How are you going to manage your time? You get the rest of the season to go. No, there's no more rest of the season, man. This is it. Okay. It's chaos, baby. Agreed. Hey, you, you got a pulled I, hamstring? I, I love I love chaos. You know me. You got a pulled hamstring? I don't care. I'm a I'm a lunatic. Give me you all. You got nothing to play for next week if you don't win this one. <laughs> yeah, you just have the start of the next season in like two months. Yeah. So MLS you're Cup is December 9th. Do you know when the season started last year and it's probably going to be around the same time, even if there is no League's Cup next year because of the international break? February 20th. In February, February 28th. You're going to have... You're the, gonna PA, have the PA has the work. You're going to have 10 that. weeks off. That's it. And by off, I mean you have a month until preseason starts. Longer vacation than I get. Who said you deserve a vacation? Nobody. Nobody at any point has said that. That's why I don't have one. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some uh, some other scores outside of Sporting Kansas City and St. Louis. We didn't really talk about that game. I, like, as I said, I, I do think that they look the best that they've looked all season. But all of us have doubted St. Louis so many different times this, this year, whether it was after their first wins or like um, – after their first loss, halfway through the season, little lull during the summer, whatever it might be. We've always doubted them and they've always found a way. So with that in mind, let's see what happens at Children's Mercy Park. Game two for that game is going to be Sunday, November 5th at 5 o'clock Eastern time. 4 Central for my Chicagoans. Shout out. Um, these games were a while ago. And by a while ago, I mean Saturday, five days ago. Philadelphia 3-1 over New England. LAFC 5-2 over Vancouver. Vancouver just plagued by giving up set-piece goals just like they've done all season. And Denny Boanga is is fully back. As if you didn't need as if you needed a reminder given what he did to Minnesota United in one of the last days of the season that led to Adrian Heath getting sacked. New England were bad. Carlos Heel. Is there any update on him, by the way? I don't think there has been. I feel like we would have seen it. Philadelphia 3-1. They'll go to Foxborough. Game two for that is on, wow, Wednesday, November 8th. They went Saturday, Wednesday there. That's the other thing with this is that like the. Quick correction ten, there. If 10 Sat- days off. Saturday, blank, 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 blank. Miss Wednesday, miss Saturday, then go Wednesday. I don't, what? I just don't get it. Like, it's one thing to go Saturday, Wednesday. Like, I thought this was going to go Saturday, Wednesday is in, like, five days, right? Saturday, Wednesday, you miss a whole week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You that's should be saying. going. That's what I'm saying to you. And it's not like there's games every day between there. I, I no, no kidding. Well, 
This is okay. They have everything in their own time slot, right? A lot of games on their own days, so you can watch all these games. Which what people like me complained about in the regular season. And now you're like, oh, we're going to give you three-day window to watch this game before we move on to the next. I think it's just a little weird. I, I would have been happy with play on Saturday, play that Wednesday, four days later, and then play Saturday. I know it's a little bit of a fast turnaround, but the fact that they're giving seven to ten days between each game, I think it's too much. All right, so all days of games being played aside. And by putting it aside, I mean that it is important and we'll see if Philadelphia can keep the momentum going 10 days later. There's already going to be two more episodes of the morning show released by the time that they start playing again. By the way, one of my favorite shows right now. Um, Houston Dynamo, 2-1 winners over RSL. Benny Ball continues to roll on. They would end up playing the winner of St. Louis Sporting Kansas City that series. That's why I think that Sporting can make a run. Sporting is a – I think Sporting will beat Houston or RSL if they get through. Cincinnati 3-0 over Red Bulls. Disgraceful racial abuse to Dominic Badgey after that game on his Instagram page. Disgraceful. His tweet following the game, class act. Not rooted in hate, anger, anything like that. Positivity, peace, harmony. Classy stuff from Dominic Baji and, and an MLS vet. Hate to see it, though. I'm mean, just sickening. Orlando City 1-0 winners over Nashville. Wheelbrook Cartagena with a worldie. I mean, really, like, banger central. Makes Gotti Kindas look like a tap-in. But the Peruvian might be hurt. So... Middle of the field will look different for Oscar Perhaya and company when they go to Geotis. Nashville have looked bad recently. Seattle Tuna winners over Dallas, as we talked about. Jesus Ferreira missing one, not one, but two, just glaring, glaring opportunities. What else we got here, Emma? Columbus over Atlanta. This is the series that everybody's been waiting for, and Atlanta put up a goose egg. Over betters, who I encouraged to hammer it. Whether it was on this platform, whether it was on SiriusXM, I apologize. 2-0 is the final score. Kucho and Inez both goals. But with no Tiago Amada, you kind of had to expect that Atlanta were going to be out of sorts in the attacking phase. Got sent off for silly, silly, silly stuff in decision day. So coming up this weekend, you got Rebels in Cincinnati from Harrison, New Jersey. 7 o'clock Eastern time. Dallas hosting Seattle. Game 2. So again, if a team is hosting outside of Sporting Kansas City, they're they're in a must-win situation. Pretty simple. Yakumakis was named newcomer of the year, Emmett, while we were recording the podcast. I voted for Edward Lubin. And I don't think it really should have been close. And you know who he finished behind in the voting? Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. Who? Everybody was getting on the media, a.k.a. you, for (laughs) the fact that Messi... I didn't vote for Messi for anything! No, 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 but it doesn't matter. Everyone's getting on your case because you're media, because Messi was in the finals, and it must have been your fault, and it turns out that almost 50% of players and coaches voted for Messi, and like 8% of media voted for Messi. 
can't win MLS Newcomer of the Year, but can win Ballon d'Or. Shows all right. It's a fickle league. I, I chaos. We're here for all of it. This league might not make sense, but it's ours. Sporting Kansas City and St. Louis will be Sunday, November fifth. Vancouver and LAFC, November fifth as well. RSL backs against the wall against Houston on Monday, November sixth. Then you got Atlanta, Columbus, Nashville, Orlando on Tuesday. Philadelphia, New England from Foxborough next Wednesday. A lot of playoff soccer, baby, and it doesn't suck. I'll tell you that much. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the Intercontinental Football Show. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. We'll have you covered next week with more playoff action. Maybe some news from the Chicago Fire Camp. We shall see. But stay safe, stay classy. Vamos fire, and we'll talk to you soon.